0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the off-season edition of the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Cavallo, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew schaefer and Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, and we are doing my favorite podcast of the year. We took all 57 quarterbacks who started a game in the 2019 season, ranked them individually, brought those rankings together, and now have the official Left Coast Coast QB Rankings. We've done this four years straight. It's my favorite podcast to do because you really get into the nitty-gritty of where you put the value on these quarterbacks and in these quarterbacks' rooms. We just did 57-41 through 41 last week. The bottom of the world. The XFL division. Today it's all about the elite backups 40-33. through 33, But let's uh, recap on how we got there. 57. Worst quarterback in the world was the unanimous Luke Falk. Trevor Simeon came in 56. Sean Mannion, Will Greer, and Ryan and finley 55 through 53 matt fucking schaub at 52 sorry mrs crookston <laughs> brandon allen at 51 and colt mccoy at number 50 a.j mccarron quietly at 49th jeff driscoll 48th brian hoyer 47th david blows at 46 mason rudolph somehow at 45th chase daniel 44th josh rosen getting killed by dangles stabbed in the back to 43rd Duck Hodges at 42, and Jumbo Joe Flacco at 41. 43rd is generous for Josh Rosen, (coughs) frankly. That's
1: very, very generous for Josh Rosen. Well, you
2: had Mason Rudolph as the 13th best quarterback, Yeah, because he's a
1: better (laughs) quarterback. 13th, 13th. yes, yes. Good counting. Uh,
0: A little bit less less disparity. You're a better. (laughs) A little bit less disparity as we go up the list. That is to be had. But number 40th is a guy who used to be number two. Not, oh, wow. on, not on our list, but <laughs> in the draft. And ah. if you had told me when it happened that Robert Griffin III would have a longer shelf life as a starter than Andrew Luck, I would have laughed in your face. And yet here we are. Number 40th overall is RG3. He came in on this list only once before. The first time we did this at 35th overall, he's right there in the middle. Drew, you had him a little bit higher. Dangles, you had him a little bit lower. Drew, what makes you think RG3, if he's your backup, you're like, all right, I'm feeling okay about that position? Because he's proved it. Week 17, Cedars need a win. He did, ha- they ha- did need a win. They
2: have to have a win, and Harbaugh said, we're going to play to win with the guys we have. Yep. And he went out, and he got a win. And he didn't have Mark Ingram. He didn't yep. have a Mark Andrews. No. yeah, I I think that's a perfect, system, a perfect system for him, a perfect backup position for him. Yeah. And uh, I think that guy's kind of playing with house money right now, right? I mean, he has to have such a – strange mental state of of, of being rookie of the year, being a starter, kind of falling from grace, bounced around teams, and now he's with you know, we can put it in air quotes, but seems to be a perennial winner now in the Ravens for the next couple years. They have a good outlook. I think he entrenches himself as a backup quarterback, and I think he's got a nice little career in
0: him. I think he's definitely found a home. Absolutely. He's definitely found a home. Yeah. I don't think he could be a starter in this league, no. but I definitely think if he's in the right system, he's a like perfect you said, backup for that system. Exactly. Dangles, you, you don't like RG3 as much as the next guy, but again, uh you you we all have him ranked around, pretty he was high. I around.
1: I think I'm at 45 on my list. Um, you know, he's he's just he's a little older. He's he's been around a little bit. Um he's he, he yeah, he's he went out and he he played well in that game, but he's you know had some other backup uh, uh appearances where he's been not so good. Yeah. It's just I think for me it's more of a consistency thing. I don't know if I can rely him to be good game after game if i yeah. had to ride him for three or four weeks but if, you'd if like him as lamar you got hurt i'd be fine with him yeah. certainly be yeah. certainly be fine with him over ryan finley
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely definitely over they, if they, you know who knows they might work in a wrinkle with him once in a while too he's he been sure.
1: out there he gives yeah. you some he gives you some um you know uh he's an option uh, quarterback an option, he's got stuff know, to yeah,
0: do yeah, yeah exactly and it's funny we talk about how we'd like rg3 as our backup he's number 40 the guy ahead of him i'll tell you right now I ranked him ahead of RG3, but I would not be okay with him as my backup. Number 39th overall, and number, number, another number two, Marcus Mariota. Mm. Marcus Mariota, when we first made this list, was 14th in the league, 20th the year after that, 27th last year. This year, he's fallen all the way to 39th, and it's the writing was on the wall for him. After he left and Ryan Tannehill came in, Ryan Tannehill, a guy that we've ranked really low before, yep. Ryan Tannehill takes them to the playoffs all the way to the AFC Championship. So... What makes the what's the difference between Marcus Mariota and RG3 in your eyes? Marcus Mariota beats wow. him in the you rankings, know, but again, I wouldn't be okay with Mariota as my backup. I agree with you yeah. for,
2: for one. Um, Mariota, we kind of talked about Rosen, you know, last pod and you know, you talk about a guy who just has not had any breaks since he's got drafted. I forget the amount of coordinators and coaches he's had, oh, but it's yeah. been a lot. Terrible, Mike Munchak, re- yeah, a revolving yeah. door. Yeah, yeah it, it, sure. it's been a lot. By all accounts, just a class act, an awesome person, a Definitely. great teammate. Definitely. Um, obviously, former Heisman Trophy has a lot of a lot of potential, uh, or sorry, like has proven himself. As a, a winner a in this game. league, he's won a playoff game. So I'm curious. I would be really curious to see what a uh, a change of scenery does for him. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, we've seen it many times before. He has a year like he did this year, and you can never hear from him again. Yeah. I'm rooting for the guy. I, I am too. I, I I think he's a good dude. I don't think he's got a lot of breaks. He obviously was terrible in Tennessee. Just there's there's no way around it. He's I th- terrible. I
1: mean, this you know, there's been a. a Definite digression as a passer for yes, him, and absolutely. I think that's the big. Because I mean, you know, I think what gets him a little higher, I guess, on my list is that he gives you a little bit of surprise factor, a little bit of a, you know, because he's, he's an mobile, elite athlete. Because he's and that that kind of you can do a yep. lot with a guy like you can put him at a wide receiver position, you know, you could run a jet sweep with him, you could you motion him out and run a jet sweep yep. with him, you could run him, you know, you could run a wildcat with him. Shit, like you know, you, yeah. you, you you there's a lot of different options that you could do with Mariota, but the digression as a passer, and it's not because his offensive line is bad. He's got some of the best offensive linemen that are out there, Taylor um, LeJuan, Jack uh, Conklin, uh, as Roger shown, Saffel, yeah. and, and, and a and great run know, game, obviously. And a very good run game. So he doesn't have any excuse for
2: being he bad. Doesn't. He
1: got benched because he's a bad passer. He doesn't.
2: Yeah. And But here's the thing about Mariota. I'll say this now. I would, I would certainly buy low on him this year. I I was going to say that was going to be my next question. All he could need is a
1: change of scenery, and suddenly he's back to second overall. How old is this guy? Twenty-seven. Second overall pick. He went 2015 was the year he was, I believe. 2015 because that was the year Jameis went first. So then he comes out of college in 2015, and he's now 26, 27 years old. Right, and that's the thing. Like dart, dart throw. But yes,
0: as we go down this list, we're going to see some names that don't have a home right now, and Marcus Mariota is one of them. He is going to be brought into somewhere, and I think he could be brought to a place like Chicago or something like that, and give the starter yeah. a run for their money. Uh, Drew, as you said, so you you're, you're rooting for him, obviously. But I'm let's say he's brought into a team that change of scenery helps him out. I don't know still if I think he can be a starter in this league, even with that change of scenery. I've seen this year, especially in Tennessee, open my eyes that he cannot throw the football down the field. With with with, it's the confidence thing. He doesn't he doesn't do it. He just doesn't do it.
2: Yeah, and I think that has to do with scheme, maybe not consistency in the coaching. Um, you know what I could see him doing potentially? Remember the year that Case Keenum had with the Vikings? Yes. With the NFC Championship? Yes. I could kind of see him having like a, one, a one-off one type year with the team. Well, um, But we'll see. I'm rooting for the guy.
0: You did it again, Drew. You mentioned a guy who's next on this list. Oh, there go. 38th in the league is Case Keenum. Drew, as you said, uh, Case Keenum has had the biggest variance of anyone in the four years we've done this league. The first year we did it, he was all the way at 45th. Then he went to Minnesota. We had him at 16th. 23rd last year, started all 16 games, and then this year he comes in at 38th overall. I like that spot for Case Keenum. He's tied with a guy who I think is a little bit too low, and that's Matt Moore out of Kansas City. Uh, Mm. Matt Moore, I had as high as 34th overall because of what he did in Kansas City. Dangles, you had him down to 42nd in the XFL division uh Dangles do you think Matt Moore would you be okay with him as your backup or you wouldn't want him there at I all I would be no I would be okay with him
1: because he's again he's proven he can do it he did it in Miami he's done it in 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 uh Kansas City and they won games they won yeah. games both in both situations this is a guy who's proven he can be a backup who uh, and who can start when he has to and, and can keep you in games consistently cuz I don't think anybody if you're in a situation where you're bringing in a Matt Moore and it, it's because your starter is hurt or otherwise unable to take the field that day right you're not you know, other unless it's week seventeen, you're not putting him in. If I'm a coach, sure, I want to win every game. But if I'm a, if I'm in that position, I want a guy who's going to keep me in it. Just give me a chance to win. He's give definitely us a done cha- that. Give us a chance I, to win. Maybe see, get that last possession. And
0: Matt Moore does that. That's why I had him higher. I had him as all as high as 34th. Meaning, I think he's yeah. two spots away from being a starter in this league. I had I, him 36th. I, what he did against my Green Bay Packers in oh. Kansas City was unbelievable. How about the next the next week against Minnesota? And he won. Like, he's, he can play. I, I'm going to dare to say this.
2: Given everything we know, age, desire to be a starter, locker room presence, leadership, Matt Moore is not looking to start in the NFL. No. I think he, he knows his I, role. I think he might be literally the best backup quarterback in the NFL.
0: Because he knows what he's doing? Because of his role, yeah. right? And because of who he's backing up.
2: Yeah. I think he might be the best backup in the NFL.
0: It'd be interesting to see if he continues to play in the NFL, though, because he missed last year. He literally he was retired. was coaching, yeah. And, and Andy Reid called him up and said, hey, man, I think I need you. I want you over here. And he uh, did not miss a beat. He was 37th when uh, we ranked him last. He got a piece of hardware today. from it, right? And he got himself a ring. Yeah. He got himself a ring. Gets to go home to his little girls that, with a ring. That perseverance,
1: that that sticking with it, that play when you need to play, You know, next guy up, you step up when you're called. Pays off. That's right? true. And Get it's a,
0: who knows if he's gonna retire, but I do know the next man on this list is retiring. Ah. Number thirty six, maybe a Hall of Famer. Let's have this conversation now. He's gotta be now. a Hall of Famer. Eli Manning, number thirty six overall, ends his career as a career five hundred quarterback. Yeah. When we first created this list, it was the end of his great seasons. Twenty second overall, starting all sixteen games, he fell to twenty eighth, then to thirty fourth, now at thirty six, and he is done. Yep. R I P. Eli. Good for you, man. You had a hell of a run. Hell of a career, man. Two Super Bowl wins uh same amount of wins as he did losses yeah. Eli Manning it's gonna be tough. He's a character. It's gonna be tough to lose him. Fifty-seven thousand
1: twenty-three total passing yards for his career. Three hundred and sixty-six touchdowns. Two hundred and forty-four interceptions. We should know this if we're I re- having. I think re- going into I this really having and uh, played on than that.
2: one team his whole career, which is obviously we know very rare. His yes. brother, his own brother, didn't career do
1: that. Career rating of eighty-four point one, and uh, his long career long ninety-nine yards. Now got, he you? got the ninety-nine there yards. You go. Got that chip. Got that. Uh, I like made that. a ninety-nine-yard play thing.
0: Now like should that. you? Should you put someone in the Hall of Fame? A so career
1: sixty percent completion. Pass, should you put by someone the
0: in the Hall of Fame simply based on uh, two accomplishments the in the postseason? This is
1: the question that you have to answer. <laughs> Uh, if you are going to make the argument that Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer, because to me, his statistics don't chalk up to, statistics to definitely a Hall, don't. Hall of Fame. To me, the question is, is beating the 2007 Patriots, who would have gone undefeated otherwise, that Randy Moss team, is beating the 2011 Patriots again? Yep. You know, uh, and that was no slouch team either. Yep. Does that uh, add up to you, to a Hall of Fame career? To me, I'm not willing to, to go that far. I Mm. don't I don't, and and you can call me biased because I'm a Patriots fan. I do have some animosity against uh, Eli because this when when those two super. This my that was my freshman year at Syracuse and my senior year uh, <laughs> yeah. at Syracuse. And uh, going being a Patriots fan in upstate New York, when you're surrounded by you know everyone from New York yeah. City who grew up in Westchester County and elsewhere yeah. who are Giants fans, uh, I wasn't surrounded by a lot of other Pats fans. So those were tough games to watch. I didn't have a lot of folks in my corner. Uh, so I am a little bit bitter. But but from a completely like there's no. Denying Eli is a great one. Like he's one of the he. You, you, what he did in the playoffs and those teams, you know, they, people talk about the Super Bowls, but they had to get there first. Yeah, they, and had they to were beat, not by week you know, teams. Good Packer they were not teams. Good teams. They had to. Yeah, and so uh, and they won. They got it like a nine and seven was their yep. record. I think the year they won in two thousand seven. So he took mediocre teams and he made champions out of them. And it so also was goes
0: to his favor. We talked about Mason Rudolph on the last podcast. How Mason won games in this league, but it was the defense that won the games. Giants defense was great those two runs but Eli as it was shown made plays in both those games that won them the Super Bowl well
1: and it wasn't I mean was just him obviously I mean you know obviously David Tyree makes the helmet catch but he doesn't do that if Eli doesn't slip that sack yep he made an incredible athletic play
0: which was a hold uh, on Richard with, well but sure. we're, let's okay. not talk all right about let's that. not talk it's about fine. that uh Eli Manning though dangles to go against you I think if Eli Manning had just beaten the 2007 Patriots, he would have been a great footnote in the history of the NFL and not a Hall of Famer. The second Super Bowl does it for me. Guys, if, he, if you get two Super Bowls, you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, especially no. the way he did it. You, you
2: guys are off base here. I'm going to I'm gonna simplify things very quickly.
0: Mm.
2: He won two Super Bowls. Yeah. He's won two Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah. Do you know how many p- people in the history of the NFL are not in Canton with two Super Bowl MVPs? Zero. Zero. He's a Hall of Famer. Zilch. It's not even a discussion. Yeah, Zero. you know who
1: else is a Super Bowl MVP? Malcolm
2: Smith. Where is he now? Has he won twice? Malcolm Smith? Yeah. I have no idea. I'm saying two t- multiple Super Bowl MVP winners. He should have. He should have. <laughs> He's a Hall of Famer. I know, I know we're not
0: talking about Pat Mahomes yet, but I love Pat Mahomes. I'm so happy he won the way he did. He was not the MVP of that game. They give MVPs to the format. You way think too D. Often. Will? You think will the- I would have given it to Tyreek Hill. He was uncoverable for that, in that game. for that last Un- pl- for Ty the King last play Williams. where he. Well, D- Damien Williams got most of those yards in the last play of the game, which was a great run, but not the yeah. not the winning play. Tyreek Hill won them that game with the routes he ran and the catches he made. Tyreek Hill was amazing. We're not talking about the Kansas City Chiefs though. Super Bowl MVP twice, Super Bowl winner twice, Eli Manning. Me and Drew have him in the Hall of Fame. Dangles does not. I
1: accept the like. I I am absolutely willing to sit and listen to the argument yeah, yeah. that he is a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? If you yeah. said Eli is a Hall of Famer, I'm not going to be yeah. like you're a fucking moron. But right, I right. just I just don't think to me his career, his great moments. Don't add up to uh, don't 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 weigh out the scale of yeah he won two Super Bowls and yeah he won two MVP. and from right. an
2: optic standpoint there's no way in hell the NFL is going to keep a Manning out of you're, it. Right. Yeah. No you you're right there's no chance I think he yeah. will yeah. be yeah. a yeah.
1: Hall yeah. of yeah. Famer yeah.
0: I don't think yeah. he deserves to be one uh, <laughs> I, his
2: current odds of being the Hall of Famer is like minus twelve thousand so <laughs> he'll be a first ballot Hall <laughs> of we can fair. continue to debate but <laughs> that's bad money yeah. so
0: <laughs> let's go from one NFC East quarterback calling it quits thirty six overall Eli Manning that's where you'll finish your NFL career let's go now to an NFC East quarterback just starting. 35th overall is Dwayne Haskins. Now, hmm. if you're a Washington Redskins fan, you're saying, 35th, what are you talking about? This guy's a starter in the league. Uh, Dangles has him a little bit low at 38th. I have him a little bit higher at 33rd. None of us have him ranked as a starter in this league. But I think there's hope. What I saw from Dwayne Haskins is I don't think he was ready when he started. That team he was playing on was also no, shit. we talked about that. But – he showed me promise. He has a couple of great tools in there. I think Darius guys if he stays healthy can be a player for that team. I like the ability of Dwayne Haskins and I like the future I think of Dwayne Darius Haskins Geis,
1: unfortunately is a curse to spend his entire career on the, on the IR. The that would suck. But yeah. Dwayne
0: Haskins the quarterback. Though Drew, what did you see? out of his rookie campaign that made you think okay he could be he's not a starter yet but he could he could be a player. Uh, what's our composite on Tony? 30
2: 35th overall. Yeah, so I am yeah. 34th. We're right on there. We're right on target there. Um
0: Yeah, we didn't li- differ a lot listen, on him. Listen, he
2: started he started fucking terrible. I mean, he was literally the worst quarterback. He wasn't ready to be in the No, he we wasn't. About. So so what I look at is I look at marked improvement. Yep. He got better. Um I look at his potential weapons like McLaurin's a stud. Yes. Um guys I think could be a stud. Yep. So You know, I think, without sounding kind of chalky and vanilla here, I think he is where he's kind of supposed to be. Yeah. Um. I think with you know obviously new management, um, Ron Ron Rivera, Rivera, baby, and turning that place around. We'll see. I I think he has. This is gonna sound again very like uh, broad here but i think he's got bust potential and i think he has really staying power of being a solid quarterback yeah the, I, n- the- n- nothing n- like nothing would surprise me within the next three years you could be like oh my god he's out of football in 3 years i wouldn't be surprised be like oh man he's like a top I guess I I'd be surprised can't. if he was a top ten quarterback. The, the, the spectrum of outcomes. Yeah, for him yeah. Is very so, so, I agree. It, he is he is TBD in my book, yeah. and I think he's where he's supposed to be right now.
1: I want him to be good. I think he could be. I think he could be a star. I,
2: don't, I, I want could, him to you know, fail because he's from Ohio State. <laughs> I, <get laughs> I,
0: I that want guy. him to be good. I, I get that. I'd I like, like to see him to be he, successful. He's though. got a good head on his shoulders. I like him. I like everything. Besides he does. the selfie
2: moment was pretty bad. The selfie moment was not. The selfie moment was over with the crowd. We make the game wasn't
0: over, Tony. Get a fucking knee. Put it We all
1: make mistakes. He will not do that. I'm sure. In the future, he probably got shoot out by uh,
0: no small number of coaching staff members after that moment. That are no longer there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Dwayne Haskins, to me, though, the reason why I didn't put him as a starter quite yet is because there were too many times, and I had Terry McClellan on my fantasy team, so I know it firsthand, there were too many times where he'd miss just the simple slant route. Just the simple, yeah. right in his face, simple. Like he throw it over him, or he'd throw it behind him, and you got to fix that. We, in the talk, NFL. About, we cannot talk about we talk about throws. In the NFL. You need
1: to be able to make in professional football. Every and I time. think I think people get the idea that we think they we you know a lot of the time you think that we mean like you know the big long routes, the deep posts, kind of like you know the corner where you're or the fade into the Every end zone. NFL No quarterback, I'm talking right. I'm you can all they can all throw a million. I'm talking about these little hitch routes, the slants that are going to get you the, the third gimmies. and the shorts, well, or that are going to convert on a yeah. when you need to. get get into plus territory and you've got a third and six and you're still in your own territory. You want to call it cause you know, the blitz is coming. So you call a slant play. You need to be able to hit that route and get that first down uh,
2: and keep the drive. going. I know we're going to talk a lot about the draft, but there's been some rumblings that the Redskins are going to target. Um, one of those big name receivers, whether it be Judy on the board yep. or Henry Ruggs, And I think that'd be, that'd be a good asset for Haskins to have someone yep. opposite McLaurin. Um, to get some, we- some more weapons, I think that'd be interesting. So because well, we'll people wait, are going to we'll figure see. McLaurin
1: out, and they're going to just start double-teaming him. They're Ma- going to need someone else to take the McLaurin pressure. McLaurin is good. He's, he's a dirty. stud muffin. He's an absolute stud. I will be looking for him in drafts next year. You can believe yeah, that. He's yeah. dirty, Late it, rounds.
0: It, it, the, that's the thing Haskins needs to improve upon, though, because when you get to the greats, you get to guys like Drew Brees, all you got to see is his ball placement. Not only does he hit the receiver in the hands, he hits the receiver in the hands on the body side. He needs to put it on so he can turn upfield and make a play. Haskins comes needs to grow reps. into that. That comes with reps. Exactly. So, on I'm I'm hoping it gets there. Accuracy is the toughest thing to teach in the NFL. Josh Allen will tell you a hell of a lot about it. The next guy, this guy stinks. This guy <laughs> stinks. And I was worried when I put him on my rankings. I did have him the lowest, but we all had him this bad. And I'm so happy we did because I didn't want to sit here and be the Green Bay fan that rips apart a Bears quarterback. 34th overall is Mitch Trubisky. Mm. You two had him at 32nd overall, the last starter in the league. I had him at 35th overall. If you're Chicago...
2: Mm-hmm. And, and
0: Trubisky Trubisky is not uh, uh wavered too much he came into the league as 30th last year his best year you had him at 21st overall he falls to 34th over here dangles that's not the way you want your young quarterback to be going on these rankings you don't want him to be outside of a starter it, like if Haskins is here in two years in this spot that's a trouble so Mitch Trubisky Do you think Chicago needs to blow it up and start over? Or do you think Chicago can say, you know what? We're going to fix Trubisky. We're going to move forward. You've seen three Mm. years of him now. We've seen three years of him in the dirt.
2: Before Dangles answers, they've already basically committed him, committed to him for next year. Yes. We know that. Yes. And
1: I I think I would. But there are guys out there like Marcus Mariota,
0: Cam Newton, Andy Dalton. You can bring him in to draw competition.
1: I would reluctantly be doing the same thing. Because they, because I think again, you know, and this was I, I brought this up when the um, uh, when the Cardinals shipped off Josh Rosen. It's kind of like you put a lot of draft of stock a a in lot. trading up to second overall to take him. Yeah. And and when there were other court, Patrick Mahomes went five picks later, and, yeah. and now who's the Super Bowl champion? Yeah. You tell me. So, Mitch Trubisky. Look, he's got the skill set, right? Like we've seen him be good. Does he? We've seen him make the throws. We've seen him run. We've seen him make some things happen with his feet and yeah. improvise a little bit. Like I see flashes of it. I do. I don't think he's like he's he's completely and totally unsavable, unsalvageable. I don't know if this is the place for it. I don't know if this is the coaching staff for it. Maybe you I mean that's the thing I, this, that makes this, this, me. The talk, the talk has been that he and Nagy don't get along. That's great, the thing, you Nag- know.
0: Nagy last year or two years ago, I should say that that marriage really worked, and he brought out the best of Mitch Trubisky. He made Mitch Trubisky scary to a Green Bay Packers fan last year, though. I don't know what happened. The, the The scheme didn't change. The plans didn't change. The players didn't it's change, but be in the quarterback. fell apart.
1: Well, Vic Fangio left. That was the only thing that yeah, really, yeah. the, the, real, the and, really big and, difference. And
0: Khalil
2: Mack didn't play it at all world level. Yeah. Um. But Dangos, I think you referenced it, and th- this is this is this is how I feel about Trubisky. And it's so again, it's again not to blind you guys, but so evident to me. It's very clear. The reason Trubisky is as polarizing as he is is because what Dangos referred to, they traded up to get yes. him. He went second overall. They passed on Patty Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. If Mitch Trubisky had a draft in the same slot as Gardner Minshew, this Nobody conversation would wouldn't be yeah. happening. No, we wouldn't be talking about it. It'd be like oh, like, oh, like he's kind of a fringe. Like, Is he the future? Is he not? They went all in on this guy. Yeah. They they mortgaged their future on this guy, who, by the way, hadn't really proven himself in college at all. No. Not at all. No. Wasn't very good no, at North Carolina. They,
1: they they spent everything they had and on him. And so this. that's
2: why, as a Bears fan or Bears ownership, you just got to be like, you you first of all it's 100% the right decision to to stick with him one more year you, they, they they didn't pick up his rookie option yeah they have to they, they have to use him this year and they have to do exactly what you said Tony they have to bring in a viable uh veteran backup i don't think it's a cam noon cuz cam noon i think probably should start where he is yeah. next um, but, but like, I think a Mary Oda, a uh, uh, Marcus Mary Oda or an Andy or, Dalton, or an Annie Dalton yeah. I think is perfect for those guys. But yeah, I mean, Trubisky, he's, you know, we're all kind of aligned with them here on our rankings. Um, and watching the bears play th- that was on him.
0: It's, it's going to be interesting. This is the year for him. This is the year for his career. If he does not play well this year, he might not have a spot in the on an NFL roster in the future. That's, that's, how pivotal this year is to him. And I'm waiting. If I was the Bears' uh, ownership and the Bears' coaching group, and I almost don't want to say this because I don't want them to somehow hear it and then follow it. But I think I don't think Virginia Hallis is listening to this uh, <laughs> uh, uh,
1: podcast. Yeah, no, no, she might be going to sleep. Hey, with it. Ginny. <laughs> i sorry,
0: sorry, Mrs. McCaskey.
1: Ginny and Martha are watching Murder She Wrote.
2: <laughs> Marathon, A and E, baby. Subtitles, Murder She Wrote, volume off, left coasters on. Ginny and Martha, baby.
0: I think if I'm Matt Nagy. I would take the reins off of this Trubisky kid. I would run a much more uh, uh, Baltimore Ravens-fueled offense. This guy, yeah. elite-level athlete, and he's has gotta a, run. He's gotta run he has got a body Cannon on him, too. Like, he's not a slightly built guy. He can no, take a big. pounding and keep going. I would run options. I would run bootlegs. I would let Trubisky make plays with his feet, because that's what scared me the most two years from him was his ability to extend a play and make a play down the field because of it. I don't know why they went away from it last year. They are trying to teach him to be a pocket passer, stuff like that. It obviously didn't work. You have to go with the people you have. And unless you're going to bring in someone to start over him in a pocket-passing way, I think you got to let Mitch Trubisky just run backyard football and see where it gets you. He comes in at thirty-fifth on uh, 34th on this list. Mitch Trubisky in probably the most pivotal year of his career. Number 33rd to end this podcast. Drew, get ready, buddy. Okay. Number 33rd overall, we differed on 15 spots upon him. Oh, wow. 15 spots on him. Drew had him very high. Very, very high. Dangles had him 37th overall. I had him 36 overall, meaning he's not really a starter us, but he's a great backup. 30-30 comes in because Drew had him as the 22nd best quarterback oh, on his oh, rankings. Oh, and, uh, Okay, perfect. This a, yep. is... The spot where Drew Locke comes in at 33rd. I actually think I actually think when we all put our heads together, 33rd is the perfect spot for him. One spot under being a starter in this league. I thought he showed promise. He's good. I just don't think he's a starter yet. Drew, why do you have him at 22? Very easy, guys. He did not have the benefit. He
2: was hurt. He did not have offseason training camp. He has now he's entrenched as a starter. So of course I'm kind of betting here on potential. Yes. But we saw that team get energized. We saw his leadership. We saw him kind of doing his goofy raps. Yes. I like his I like his swagger. Okay. I like his leadership. I think he kind of has it. Now, that I'm not sure if the team needs it because they are
1: boring as fuck. Exactly. To watch. Exactly. And it, I bet you that locker room is they boring have a, as they, fuck.
2: They too. have a good running game, right? Yep. Sorry, Mrs. Austin. Um, they have a good defense. They have a, one of the best home field advantages in all of sports. So I think with the benefit of being entrenched as a starter, with a full offseason, with a full training camp, his guys, I like his leadership. I like his swag. I put him, and this is crazy. I put him higher, and we'll get to this. But I put him higher than the entire 2018 draft class. <laughs> Besides, obviously Lamar. Yeah. Everyone, Baker. <laughs> uh, obviously, our boy Rosen, uh, Dangle's favorite, Darnold. Um, and who am I missing? Uh, not, not Lamar. Obviously, yeah. I'm missing one. Oh, oh Josh Allen. Yes. I, I don't um, see or you, no 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 sorry well we'll get how we'll you right.
0: can have uh, Drew Lock I understand the yeah, swagger yeah. and the personality and the potential yeah but I don't understand you can have him higher than a Sam Darnold it's pretty easy
2: honestly and you know this might be a hot take in a year uh, if you had to tell me right now if I'd rather want Drew Lock or Sam Darnold I'd probably take Drew Lock damn. Damn, I,
0: that, thats how I feel. See, I think he's got potential. Definitely yeah. has potential. And but I Sam Darnold does d- put his mouth on. Stuff. See, <laughs> Dangles, but do you
2: agree with me about his swagger and just yes. like
0: you know? And and he won games. He won some games. Not to go back to uh, trying to attack Dangles here, but Dangles, what I saw of Drew Locke on a worse team makes me just think the world of him compared to what I saw of Mason Rudolph. Yes. So that's what I'm seeing. we talking about when I'm seeing potential. Yes. I saw potential in Drew Locke. I didn't think he's a starter yet. Neither does Dangles. And he ends up being 33rd on the list. But again, if I'm Denver, I'm very happy with the draft pick. I like Drew Locke. absolutely. Maybe I might have found my quarterback, and I don't have to go out and try to buy a Joe Flacco to come in and ruin my team. I'm interested to see next year. I'm also interested to see... God, I hope he doesn't fall apart. (laughs) You know what I mean? We see all these young guys come in, and we sometimes rank them too high when we haven't gotten to a guy that we rank too high. And then they have the starter role, and, yeah,
1: they can't handle the pressure. But, hey, no, I totally agree with you. It saves them from another year lost uh, to looking for, you know, or bringing another guy in and just hoping he fits.
0: Yeah, and that's it for the elite backup division of the Left Coast quarterback rankings. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston. Next week we'll be having the bottom tier of the starters, thirty-two through sixteen. This is or thirty-two through seventeen. This is where if you have a starter in this league, yeah, you might be looking for something better. But Drew Lock comes in at thirty-third. Good on you, Drewby. Yeah, and, uh, guys. And he's got a great name, guys. Let's be name. honest. Great name. His <laughs> name is awesome. Drew Locke. He's got a great name. He's got a great name. Yeah, Drew Lock's a hell of a name. The whitest white guy name ever. It's almost as good as Luke Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>